Hey guys, it's Heather from Kettle of a Plan, and this is my podcast, Planning a Life I Love. This show is focused on how paper, stickers, and pens can help you plan your life into one full of all the things you love most. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Planning a Life I Love. This is Heather Kell from Kettle of a Plan. And I'm so excited about today's guest because she's like the queen of happy planning. But uh, I get to invite Stephanie Fleming to the show today. Well, welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thanks, Heather. I'm so happy to be here and so happy to talk to you. And even though your listeners can't see this, I get to see your face again. And so I'm so happy to be here talking to you. I know. It's fun. It feels like we're hanging out again. Even I, know. We're not. <laughs> I know. I so, know. I'm just so excited to have you on the show. People have requested to, to hear from you for like since the beginning because you're Stephanie Fleming so (laughs) I'm so excited that you're here and we're going to talk about planning and it's just going to be great so I'm so excited so I usually like to start the show just uh letting our listeners get to know the guests of course all of our listeners probably know who you are but just in case (laughs) just in case let's start the show uh you could just tell us who you are what you do all the basic things that we should know about Stephanie Okay. Um, I'm Stephanie Fleming. I'm co-founder of Me and My Big Ideas and The Happy Planner. That's a business that I started in my garage with my mom, gosh, 22 years ago now. Um, That's dating me. Um, (laughs) And um, I've just recently retired uh, last year, but I'm still just pursuing some of my passions, which are, you know, just out being an ambassador for happiness and helping people choose and plan and live a happy life. Um, I'm a wellness seeker. I am a beachcomber. So I, I love all things creative and things positive. And I really enjoy just the community, um, especially in the planner community that we've created. And, and I'm really excited to just kind of get back and, and dip my toes into, you know, sharing and, doing it like without being in the capacity of like a full-time job. So um, yeah, I'm just kind of redefining me and what happiness looks like for me at this stage of my life. And And that's just so fun. I bet it's been kind of overwhelming, but also like exciting and refreshing and Yeah. You know, you have this thing. I've been very fortunate because I'm going to turn 50 in March. And so that's a really, you know, it's a pretty early retirement age and I've been very thankful and blessed. Um, But you think that you're just going to be like, oh, you know, I'm retired now and everything's great. I had a little bit of an identity crisis. You kind of, so what do I do? Like you have, it's like, it literally is like a blank canvas. You go just like if you were scrapbooking, you know, back in the day and you look at this big 12 by 12 thing or a blank planner spread and you're like, what do I do? There's so many possibilities. And then you're like, what's my purpose? You know, I had to go back to all those things that I had been like preaching and sharing about, you know, planning a happy life. And the first step of that for me is always defining your purpose. And so I sat there and I'm like going, oh my God, I think I need to go back and actually like define my purpose again. And what do I do? You know, what makes me happy in this stage? So it was, it was kind of at first you go, oh my gosh, I don't have to get up and go to work. And then you go, so, but what am I going to be doing? Yeah. But yeah. I, but now I will happily tell you I am settled and just loving life and, you know, starting to, I honestly, I feel like even in pictures that I see of myself, I think, oh, there's that glow again. There's that person that's like kind of tapping back into the joy that, you know, I've had for so long. So yeah, um, yeah, I love it. I love that. So for those people who don't follow you, which probably isn't very many, but where can they find you on social media to make sure that they're following you? Oh, um, I'm an Instagram person. So I do have a Facebook account, but don't go there because you'll feel ignored. I don't post stuff on there <laughs> because I just can't keep up with it. So um, Instagram, I, it's Stephanie underscore Fleming. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much my main platform. I have well, a website, stephaniefleming.com, but Instagram's where it's at. <laughs> I think Instagram is like the happy platform out of all of them. Like people are people are kind of mean on Facebook. People can kind of be mean on YouTube, but everyone just seems happy on Instagram. I think so too. I rarely get, you know, occasionally, especially I used to get it a lot when it was like your stickers didn't come out on I can't find this thing and stuff like that that kind of stuff. But now it's so supportive and I feel like I can be a part of the community and inspire people. And then at the same time I'm inspired by everybody there too. So it does. It feels like a nicer place to be. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, I know there are nice people on Facebook and stuff and YouTube, but man, there's, they're very emboldened, you know, yes. they have that, like, you know, you are out here and I'm going to tell you 
everything I don't like about you. Yeah, yeah. Your makeup and you know, you, I've been told things like, you know, oh, you, you would look better with makeup on. I can't believe you don't have makeup on. And then like, mm, I liked you better without it. And I'm like, we're talking about makeup, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you can't, yeah. you can't please everybody on Facebook. No, Instagram's sure. definitely my jam. Uh, yeah, for sure. So let, I kind of want to dive into like your planner story because you like created the happy planner. So I just want you to share your story of like, when did you start using a planner? So it shocks a lot of people when I tell them I am not organized at all. Um, it, I, it became a tool for me. So I'm very scattered. I'm very creative, right-brained. I have big ideas. I like to chase them all the time. And I create chaos in my life by, you know, going, oh, I want to do this. I want to explore that. And, um, and so planning just actually became something that I did um, as a survival thing. You know, when I started my business, it was like, you can't operate a successful business if you don't have some sense of organization. Yeah. And so it became a tool that I started to create, you know, very difficult for me. And then, um, and then, so I kind of always, like I said, did that strived to be organized. Let's just put it that way. So then, um, in 2014, I was actually doing a lot of product research and development and trying to look and see, okay, what are creative people doing? Cause scrapbooking at the time was kind of like, you know, it was still around, it's still around, but we had risen this whole, or ridden the whole, like, you know, skyrocketing. Huge trend. craze. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like, you start to see like fewer and fewer people. So as a business person, you have to say, what are creative women doing next? What, how else can we bring products, you know, that help women live creatively? Um, and so as I was doing this, I started seeing people, um, using stickers for scrapbooking, but using them to make their planners pretty and to kind of bring life to these, you know, really boring. Cause there was not a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. Um, you know, back in 2014, a planner was a planner. Um, there were very few companies that were doing anything colorful and that would be, you know, attracted for, I think, uh, women, which is mainly our customers. Um, and so I started to like going, you know, wouldn't it be really cool if you, like actually had products, creative products that were designed specifically for planning. So not like you don't have to get your scrapbooking things that are talking about, you know, memories that way, but they could be more, they're sized for your planner and mm -hmm. they have planner topics and things like that. So you can still have that creativity in your day while you're being organized because I don't want it to be boring. You know, that's the creative side of me. It's yeah. like, I want to prioritize my to-do list, but at the same time, I want stickers and I want color and I want good artwork and I want to be able to like move things around. So, um, so as I continued, I was like, I was getting really excited and I bought every planner I could think of. Like, so I did my, you know, my competitive analysis and <laughs> I'm looking at this stuff and, you know, some people are like, okay, this is their lane. They do this really well. This is their lane. Is there a place for us to fit in? Um, and then it was like, oh yeah, I think there's a place for us for, um, to have positivity in it, to have great designs, of course, stickers. Of and course. of course you got to have stickers. <laughs> and, um, and so I brought that to our team because, you know, at that time had a well-established business with a team of really talented designers and product development team and said, here's my idea. Here's what I want to do. Um, I didn't know how I wanted like then back then it was pretty much like spiral bound planners, mm -hmm. um, which I know some people really, really love, but uh, the one that I got had stuff in the back that I didn't want in the back. And it was mm -hmm. a big 18 month planner. And I'm like, I don't want to carry around January of, you know, 2020 when it's, you know, at January, 2021, I want to take stuff out and move it around. So my sister actually thought, um, who I work with uh, or I worked with and who leads up our product development team even now um, said, I've seen these discs out. They're so bomb. <laughs> you know, let's try these. And honestly, I was not convinced because I'm like, they look like I've heard many people say they look like they like paper would fall out. Yeah. So my sister grabs it and like, let me show you. And she like throws it across the room and nothing falls out. And I was like, oh, okay, these are great. So it became a team effort to what you see and what you know is the happy planner today, maybe started as an idea that I wanted to have um, and have all these components. And then all of these really talented women brought their piece to it. And when we were done, it was like, yes, this is so much even, even so much better than I imagined. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why 
it became so successful too, is that it, it was not just one dimensional, like my thoughts, my, like what I want. It was just, it was this group um, collaborative effort. Yeah. So when you made the happy planner, is that really when you started like being committed to planning or were you already planning before that? I was using, um, at that point before that was, so that was when I actually started using a paper planner because yeah. I was like trying to be so organized, um, as a quote unquote businesswoman. And I mean, I am a businesswoman, but you know what I mean? Like what you think is supposed to be professional, right? I had every productivity app. I, do you remember Palm Pilots? Am I the only one that remembers a Palm Pilot? <laughs> I, I, my dad had one. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Well, talk to your dad about a Palm Pilot. Um, but it's like, you know, black, all the stuff, all the productivity apps and the things on your, you know, on your computer and everything that was supposed to be so much better than a paper planner. And yet I wasn't ever, I was still forgetting things. And because for some reason, you know, you guys, I'm, this is like preaching to the choir, but when you write stuff down, it has, it holds a different space in your, in your mind and in your memory. So um, I'm typing and making all these lists on my computer and then putting them away. And it's like out of sight, out of mind. Right. And then you're like, Oh shoot, what was I supposed to do? Like, where is that? And what file? And, and it just didn't work for me. And so once I was like, Oh great, we're going to create this product. And I started actually physically using the paper planner, like things changed for me. Yeah. Um, it, and it was incredible and in, in ways that are, you know, I'm more productive. Um, and then, you know, and then having more like specific goals that I was focusing on. So it wasn't really until I had my hot hands on the hot little new happy planner that the paper planning really kind of took a hold of me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I kind of approached it in like a really backwards way. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been using a paper planner. I mean, since I was a kid, but I never was like committed to it until the happy planner. And now I've used my planner every day for like five years in a row. And it's like, yeah, you are like the life. queen of planning. <laughs> you are, you are I the queen of planning. Planner. Like I, I am. And especially like the way you combine, like you, cause I know you ask about like, like planners, that was when I started planning. But if you ask about stickers, I did that when I was like a kid. I collected stickers oh, yeah. and put them in old photo albums and stuff. So, but you take the creative part of it and the productive part of it. And you are the queen of that. Like, you know, I'm good at functional planning. Like I take notes and I do all that kind of stuff, but you know, I'm, I'm very minimal with my decoration. You and I have done like a plan with me live before yeah. and you tried to teach me and you're a very good teacher. <laughs> <laughs> But that's, you that's definitely your forte. Yes, you did good. But it, I, it is one of those examples of like using your planner in a way that works for you. Like yours is yeah. like very functional and mine is like decorative, but also yeah. functional. So yeah. that's what you combine example. them. Yeah. So you, usually at this point in the episode, I ask my guests, how did they join the online planner community? But I feel like you were kind of like uh, there at the beginning of the happy planner online community. So like, Maybe I should change that question for you to just be like, how, how did it come about or what did you think about it when it kind of started or, you know, it's funny. Cause when we, um, when we sold our company, we had, you know, you have to market it. Right. So we sold the company, um, now probably a couple, two years ago or it's, that's when it started and they were asking, you know, well, how did you plan this? And, you know, surprisingly enough, I didn't plan it. Um, the community came about really organically and really naturally. Um, I remember like going back and, and there was always like, even before when we did scrapbooking, there were, you know, there were conventions and, and we really tried to connect with our customers that way. Um, and you had a, a community of people, but without before social media, it was much harder to really connect on a daily basis. And so, um, I remember with the planner Periscope came out. Um, yeah, I wasn't I super active on Facebook. We had a Facebook account, but it wasn't, the, it didn't, I know it was a social media, but it didn't feel as social for brands at the time um, or else I was not utilizing it, you know, properly. That could have also been something, but Periscope came out and I thought we had come out with some products and I really wanted to show like, okay, here, not just say, here's a catalog. You could see it online on a website or something, but I wanted to like, share my excitement. And so we yeah. would go live on Facebook or on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Periscope. <laughs> Wait, there's been so many. There's been so many. Now you can go Snapchat. live on Facebook Twitter. and Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So we went live on Periscope and I'm like, and this was one of those things that 
you know this about me is that I'm a total perfectionist. And this was one of the times I'm like, I don't have it all together, but what could possibly go wrong? Like we're going to go on live and maybe we're going to look, I mean, maybe it's going to be like just ridiculous, but whatever. And people started like showing up and they were like, oh, show us the flip through. I mean, I'm like, what's a flip through? Like, they're like, no, that thing that you did, like when you flipped through your thing, like your, your planner, I'm like, oh, okay. So we'll flip through each of the planners so that you can see, you know, each divider and all this kind of stuff. And so it really started as like, Hey, I'm, you know, I have this business and I'm super excited about this product. And I'm so thankful that you guys are, you know, interested in it. And so let's chat you know, let me share it with you when I know, you know, you can get it earlier than normal. I can show you earlier and I can yeah. show you my passion for it and I can maybe answer questions that you might have. And so it was really just like person to person, you know, let's talk about it. And I, I fell in love with it because I finally fell at that point. Like I love our product. I hate sales. Like I hate yeah. it. I was the girl scout who was like, please mom, no, I don't want to. What if they said, no, it's going to be the worst <laughs> thing ever. Um, but when it came to me telling everybody like, Hey, I love this product. You might too. You might not, but I want to share it with you. And I want to talk to you about what I love about it. And I want to answer your questions. And so it just became this really genuine relationship that kind of evolved. And that's how I explained this to, you know, our future partners was, this was like a relationship that from the beginning we just nurtured and grew and it evolved into this thing. It's like, Oh, we tried Snapchat for a while. And then it was, and really the more I just stayed true to who I was, I wasn't trying to show you that, you know, here I am as a business professional and the blah, 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 <laughs> but I'll show you, you know, my sister losing her bra on her way to a sales appointment, yeah. Bobby, Bobby. you know, like, it's like, Oh my God, you didn't bring your bra. Like th that kind of thing. So there was product, there were people and there was a relationship and, yeah. and it, there was mutual respect. And so for me, it was like, this thing just kind of grew and that came the part that gave me so much passion. I love the product but the people and our customers, um, that's where like my heart just yeah. kind of settled, you know? And it's funny because in every episode I ask people, how has your planner changed your life? And every single person has said the people, the people is really? what has changed yeah. their life the most. So yeah, it's so it's, true. I mean, it's, it is true because it's something where we've taken social media, we've taken this thing where it's like, we all have this, this, um, common passion and this common interest. And we've taken social media to a place where it's like, you know, you and I have met a few times in person, but I feel like I've known you for so long, you know, yeah. and I feel like, and we've been able to connect and whether it's through social media or it is in person, it's like, all of a sudden you have these people that actually care about you. You know, yeah. and you can actually make true friends. Like people have real friendships that started in the planner community. And I think that's what makes it so much more than it's not an online community of people. Hey, show me your planner, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, Hey, happy birthday. I'm really good. I'm yeah. so proud of you. You started this new business. Like you've got all these great things going with your, you know, your stickers and the product that you're creating and your business that you've started. People can share that joy with you. And this all just starts from a common love of planners yeah. and stickers, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's incredible. Just, it's just mind boggling almost when you really think about it. Like I know everyone, like every guest has come on the show and said, I bought a planner to organize my life. And then I got like some of my best friends and some of the best relationships out of it that yeah. you never even expected. So it's, yeah. it's, the community is definitely really, really cool. So, um, so the next part of the show, I usually talk about um, the theme of the podcast is planning a life I love. So we kind of talk about how you use your planner to plan a life that you love. So to start out, when you hear the phrase planning a life I love, what does that mean to you? Oh, well, first of all, I love that. I just love that because I find myself, you know, I wrote a book called Plan a Happy Life and I really feel like your title of, of the podcast, which is, you know, plan a life you love is, well, has to do with planning. So I love that, but, um, it's being active. It's actively pursuing something that you want. So you're looking to find like, this is going to be the life I love and I'm going to plan for it. And not only am I going to plan for it, but then I'm going to actually go out there and I'm going to do it. Um, and to me, that's what it really just embodies everything that I'm trying to do as a person. And even as a retired person, that's just going like, Hey, what's my passion project now? It's really encouraging people to find out 
what makes you happy? What makes you healthy? What is something that you love? And how can you use planning and being, you know, kindness and positivity and all these things? How can you use those um, to go and get that life you want, to get you further down the road, to be the person you want to be or live the life that you want, reach this goal, things like that. So to me, it's empowering. It's, it's positive, And um, I love everything about it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was actually really purposeful when I chose the name because my most like popular t-shirt that I sell says she planned a life she loved, like in past tense. But when I was picking the name for the podcast, I was like, I don't want it to be past tense. I want it to be like, this is something you're currently doing and you're always doing. I feel like yes. you're never going to get to a point in your life where you're like, okay, I planned it. It's great. Yeah. Like you're going to constantly have to be pursuing that life that you love and planning for it. Absolutely. So. And we've seen from last year um, that life changes. That's, we can guarantee, it can be guaranteed that life is going to change. You're going to get a curveball, and things that you like, even in retirement, you know, this, even in good changes. Um, I don't know what made me happy. Yes, some of it's the same, but some of it's really different now. Um, the things that I loved, you know, which were, um, and I think I shared with you before we started recording, it's like when I, and maybe I can't remember, this could be like actually during the recording, <laughs> but, um, but when I retired, I kind of had this identity crisis. Like, I don't really know, you know, what I did before was I spent like seven days a week building my business, you know, and working and my husband, you know, when I worked together, my family and I worked together and that was my passion. And I loved that. And I love, and I would not change it. I loved every second of it. Um, but now that's not, I'm not building a business anymore. You know, now I'm doing something completely different and I have, I have to define that. Then I have to plan it mm -hmm. and I got to go out and do it. And so I, it's to me, it's active. And that's what so many people, there's this misconception of, you know, why am I not happy? And why, do, why don't I have these things? And that people think that happy people, people that live a life that they love, um, they're very fortunate. And a lot of times it's true. A lot of times, yes, there's a lot of things that happen um, that, that we didn't really do to deserve or whatever. Right. And there's a lot of privilege around things. But there's a lot of hard work that goes into things as well. And um, so I love that active part of it. You know, I love yeah. that part where it's like, what do you want? What kind of life do you want? You know, what is going to make you love your life? So plan it, get yeah. out there and do it, girl, you know? <laughs> so, so I know life is very different from you now than it was a year ago. So this, an your answer to this question is probably going to be different than it was a year ago. But when you are trying to plan a life that you love, what are areas that you focus on when you're planning? Well, so right now I have two things. Like I said, it's completely different. Actually, that's not true. It's actually not really different. Um, I have two areas. So I have a planner that basically is like, I call my command central. It's like my master plan. It's just basically my to-do list and my action items and projects that I'm working on. Um, it's productive. It's how do I stay productive. It's how I get stuff done. And it's how when I start going down the rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, I want to start baking bread like everybody in the world. Or I want to like, you know what? I think I'm going to start like canning things. And I, I, I have really like <laughs> random ideas. And then I just go full force. Like I'm not messing around either. Um, and so when I do that, I have to realize like, oh my God, I haven't done a laundry in a week. You know, so if I don't have my other stuff, my vet planner, um, I get very overwhelmed. My life becomes very chaotic and, and I'm overwhelmed easily actually. So that planner for me helps me live a life I love because it keeps my, instead of having my like to-do list running me, you know, I need yeah. to make sure that I'm tackling my to-do list, making sure that I'm staying productive. And, and like, you know, now it's, there's different things on that list than when I wasn't, you know, working every day, but it's still the same thing. It's still where I have my, my tackling my to-do list. And then on the other side is what do I, what do I want in my life? You know, where do I need, want to focus? Not necessarily, these are kind of the have to do's, you mm -hmm. know, I have to empty the dishwasher and I have to do these things and I have to like, that's my, my have to do's. And then over here is, you know, I have a wellness planner and that's my focus for right now is my number one job besides, you know, um, being, you know, a, a wife and all those things, but is, is taking care of me and taking care of the people around me. But how do I focus on wellness? Because if I've learned one thing this last year is our health and well-being 
is of the utmost importance. And if I worked as hard on myself, um, taking care of myself and all the elements of wellness that really make up a whole, you know, um, optimal state of health, then as much as I did on my business, man, I would be like in <laughs> not just good shape, like physically, I just mean I would be doing good. So a life I love is happy and healthy. So yeah. I tackle my to-do list and then I use a planner to really help me focus on the same kind of thing that how do I plan and create that life for myself? Yeah. So in this episode, that's actually what we're going to be diving deeper with, with Stephanie is her wellness planner. So let's just go ahead and like jump into that. What a um, good segue. I know that was like the perfect segue. So we're just going <laughs> to jump right into it. Um, so just tell us about your wellness planner, how you use it and what you track in it. So my wellness planner is like literally like my third child. Um, I have I, in 2014, I think before the happy planner was even around, I printed off sheet, like uh, monthly sheets of, from my Outlook calendar, um, just blank ones. And I used some scrapbooking paper and I stapled that sucker right in the middle and I put some cute stickers on it and stuff. And I made my first little janky wellness planner. <laughs> it was like, you know, what I, I wanted to get healthier. And, you know, I, so I thought, okay, I need to track this. So, so that was probably my first planner actually, like first <laughs> and I'm looking at it right now because I still, it, it's a symbol for me. So I look yes. at that little thing and I really achieved some big goals, learned a lot, um, and made some great strides forward in my wellness, uh, path. And, um, so that was 2014. And so as we created the planner, the happy planner, and that kind of came on, I was like, do you guys see this? Could we make like a themed fit? We did, it turned out to be fitness, but I wanted, you know, I'm like, what about this wellness planner? And so, um, we actually had a fitness planner and I just kind of, you know, made it my own. Yeah. Um, and that was in 20,000, 20,000. That was in <laughs> 2018 that I used a wellness planner to track, um, things. I made a commitment to myself, a year long commitment that I would every single day focus on tracking what I was doing, um, to live more of this healthy, lifestyle that I wanted. And I made myself that commitment to myself to say, Hey, you're going to do it every day. I don't have to be perfect every day, but I'm going to make the, the commitment to say, all right, every day I want to like, you know, have a place to evaluate and to track and to like really see, you know, so I can make some connections that in this busy life and in this busy, you know, my busy mind all the time that some things come easy to me, but for some reason, um, a lot of, a lot of emotional processing doesn't come easy to me. So, um, I am an emotional eater and I'm an emotional drinker. And so in the very hectic time when you're building a business, I turned to those things and I'm like, man, I have so much of my life together over here and I can't seem to get it over here. So I'm like, I'm going to use the process of planning. You know, it's worked really well for me in my business. It's worked really well now that I got my hands on this planner and I need to make some connections, you know, and I don't mean to be like really weird and say it changed my life, but it changed my life because I started to make connections uh, and it really furthered, like it further like gave me this clarity of, oh my gosh, I sat in a meeting where I felt very marginalized one day and I got in my car and I just wanted to, I'm like, I want to scream. I want to cry. I want to run. I want to punch something. I don't, I just had so much like so many emotions. And I went home and I had always tracked like in journal, just like that small little rectangle at the bottom. I mm -hmm. used that to like journal anything. Some days it was just like, eh, it felt good today. You know, some days it was all about the struggle bus. And this one, it was like at the end of the day after, by the way, I had eaten like everything I could get my hands on um, and probably a bottle of wine. And I sat there and I was like, I journaled and I went, Oh my God, I get the connection. I can't process. And it wasn't the only time, but it was like, after I did a lot of this, like setting goals and tracking things, I was realizing how much more the, the element of my emotional health was really, you know, I'm tracking food at that point, you know, and I'm going, it has nothing to do. Believe me, I could teach nutrition classes. I could probably like, I could tell you everything about fitness. Cause I, I grew up in the eighties diet craze you know, and I know all the things you do and all the things you shouldn't do. Um, but I never put this connection between how all the different elements of wellness 
work together. And it had this light bulb moment like, oh my God, it's not just about exercising and eating nutritious foods, although that's a part of it. It's managing, you know, your stress levels. And it's, you know, and it's realizing that I don't process anger well. And if I don't process anger well, and then I eat uh, to comfort myself, which I don't, it doesn't. And then I drink a bottle of wine and then I can't sleep at night and I wake up and I do it all over again. And I, and I don't know why I'm not feeling right, you know? Right. And so that was that whole kind of thing. Like, wait a minute, I need to do a little more research on the entire, like this whole spectrum of the elements of wellness and how it all works together. Um, and so, so using that became so much more. It's a journal. It's a, it's a place to remember. It's a place to set goals. And it's really just started to like, it just keeps me going closer to this person and this life that I want to be and live. So besides journaling, what else do you put in your wellness journal or your wellness planner? Well, so I get that all the time too. So I don't know what to track. I don't know what to track. So I personally, it changes all the time. Sometimes it even changes week to week. Um, I track what I, the habits that I want to create, you know, the things that I, the, the, the routines that I want, the things that I want to bring into my life or to bring an awareness to. So right now I'm so bad at taking supplements and vitamins. Mm, I'm so bad at it. Like, um, I gag. People like put them, well, I just forget to take them. He'll like put them on the counter and he's like, take your vitamins today. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, was a, I had this weird bump on the top of the roof of my mouth. And so even as a kid, I'll swallow something, you know, and it's like, and so now, you know, things are like this big. So yeah. I'm like, but part of what I need to do, um, as I've learned over a long time is I've got to take these certain supplements. So, um, that's one of those things. It's a, it's a, it's a habit I want to create. And so I, I track it in my, I track that in my planner, put little, you know, I take a highlighter and make these little boxes. And I also want to drink my water that I, sometimes I'm good at, sometimes I'm not. So those are things that I want to reinforce the, that behavior. And so I put that in my planner. So if, if there's something that I'm tracking that like, let's say I, I drink 10, eight to 10 glasses of water every day, no problem. I don't need to track that for me right. personally, because then it just becomes like, it's, I'm going to do it every day. I'm writing it down every day. It's like, that's now just become, I don't write down that I brush my teeth. You know, I don't, right. that's something that I, I do. It's a habit now. So I'm trying to reinforce and create these new habits. And so I track those kinds of things. Um, I would love to say that I love to exercise, but I do not. Um, <laughs> I love yeah. to be outside and I, 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 so I'm trying to like create this habit of, you know, going on a walk and incorporating act, physical activity into my life because like it or not, um, cause I was the kid inside reading a book and I wasn't an athlete or anything like that. So, but like it or not, I need to move my body in order to keep it in its optimal healthy state. That's going to, I want to, you know, I'm starting to feel the aches and pains and I have four grandkids and I want to run around and I want to be that young grandma that, you know, that even when I'm older, I feel like someone's, you know, you see those dancing grandmas on Instagram, like the old, old ladies, like I want to be that, <laughs> you know, and I'm not going to be that by sitting down and, you know, what I call taking my trip to Comfort Island when every time, because I can't figure out how to get it together. So, um, so I track that. Um, and, and just things like that. Like I'm trying to do weight training. Um, also hate that. Like these are not things that come easy to me. Right. Um, as you get older, you need to, you know, I have really strong legs. Like girl, I'm like a mule. I could, you know, when I bet, you know, wear a squat things, like no problem. I bet my upper body strength is like non-existent and core strength. No, but so now I have no core strength and my back hurts. Right. So I need to incorporate this in my life. I do not like it. This one is still yeah. a struggle. So I write it in my planner and then I look and I'll, I'll look at it and think, Oh my God, I'm doing it one day a week right now, one day a week. And it's like so hard for me. That tells me that it needs to stay in there. And then yeah. when it starts to become something that I'm like, you know, like, Oh, this is really easy for me. Then I'm not going to, maybe I won't write it down, you know? So, so I use my planner for those things. Like what are the things that I need to, uh, reinforce? So you mentioned a few minutes ago that you made a commitment to yourself to use your planner, your wellness planner for a year. Mm -hmm. And then you've talked about using these habit trackers where you're tracking like daily habits. So how have you made your wellness planner like a daily habit? Did you like set reminders in your phone to remind you to use it? Do you 
leave it out somewhere? Like, how did you make, make that a habit to look at it and use it? I feel like at the beginning, it was hard for me because I didn't have anything set in place, right? So I would write down sometimes and I would forget about it. And then I would look, I go, oh my God, it's like two, two weeks. I didn't do anything, you know, or I wrote a little bit down, but I need to finish it. And then I, I do not like to back plan. Um, because it's like, then all of a sudden you already feel like you're behind and then it feels like a commitment and a pressure and I don't like to back plan. So I started to just have it sitting right where I'm at sitting right now, talking to you right by my computer. I have it open and I got in the habit of, you know, when I would, or if I would, if I was at work, I brought a couple of sheets, like I would take one month in with me of the wellness planner and I would put it in with my regular planner so that I had it with me sitting at work. So if I was, you know, taking my supplements or drinking my water back then, um, you know, I could have it right there and I would just do it as soon as I could do it. Um, and then like tonight, like the little journaling thing, I do it at night. So before Kevin and I walk upstairs to go to bed, I'll be like, I'll be there in a few minutes or I take it with me. And I, that little rectangle takes you know, a couple minutes to do. So if I do it before I go to bed at the same time, then I find myself going like, oh, the only thing I have to do is I print out my Fitbit summary and I batch those because printer paper is expensive and I yeah. don't want to just print out a little tiny one. And I like my color printer as opposed to like a zip or something. Um, yeah. So I batch those and then, but that'll be like, you know, at the end of a week or two, I'll put all those things on there and then, but I'm like done. So, yeah. so then I don't have to go and back plan, but I did, I created a habit and had it where I could see it. Yes. I think that's like the most important tip for people who struggle with actually using their planners is put your planner, no matter what kind of planner it is that you're trying to use, put it where yes. you'll see it. Yes. You use it. Um, so in your mind, what is the difference in a wellness planner and a fitness planner? Like how, how are they different? How are they maybe the same? I think honestly, to me, it's, it's because like when you're, when you're designing a product, when we were designing them, it's like, this one has more the artwork and maybe the layout is a little bit more uh, geared towards fitness. Cause they have, you know, might have like workout or um, things that you're really talking about your physical wellness. When I look at the wellness planner and we kind of did some tweaking of the layout um, to the place that I love, it has like the boxes have intention, nourish, move. Um, I can't remember what the last one says, but it's basically like a reflection place. That can be anything you need it to be. So for me, the wellness planner is more like you decide what area of wellness it is that you need to focus on. Like I talk a lot about physical and emotional because that's my thing. Those are the things that are kind of out of whack for me. Um, when I look at relationships, I'm really comfortable with where that's at. My marriage is really great now. You know, I was, I'm divorced, uh, and this is my second marriage. So at one point in my life, that would have been something that was extremely out of whack for me. And maybe I would have needed to have, you know, uh, a place there where I'm like making sure that I'm communicating with my husband or, you know, like, but you have to look, a wellness planner gives you that option and yeah. to be able to say like, Hey, you know, I'm looking to build a business or getting my financial health back in order, or I need to have more of a spiritual life or, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Um, it's a little bit more flexible that way. And I feel yeah, like it's a sense. little bit more intuitive and kind of like a, you know, what is it for you? Not necessarily just your physical health. Right. So like a wellness planner, it's almost like you can you can make it be more what you need, but usually a fitness planner is more like workout. What are you yeah. eating? How yes. are you moving? That kind of thing. So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you incorporate fitness plate? Like fitness is part of your wellness and you just do it in your wellness planner. Yeah. I just do it in the little move section. Um, okay. and then I use the monthly. So the monthly thing, cause I don't really see that very often. I just always have my weekly uh, spread open. And yeah. so the monthly is where this, and this is a new thing, but I, at the end of every day or the morning of, um, I go back on my Fitbit cause I tried Apple watch and I, I don't like it as much as I like my Fitbit. Um, and so I will, you can save the summary. So however many steps you have, how many calories you have, just so that I have an overview of, um, you know, how active I was because like I said, I can be very sedentary. I'm super good at cozy and, you know, yeah. up on a couch and reading and I need to move. And so yeah. that gives me like an overview and on the month, super fun for me to look and go, Oh my God, they're all green, which means I got 10,000 yeah. steps and everything without, for me, I can't obsess about it because I can be very obsessive about 
with the food I put into my mouth and I don't want to do that. Um, I meal plan in the nourish section. I don't count my calories or anything like that. Um, because for me that can be tend to be obsessive. And, um, so what I do is I'm trying to just say, am I making better choices? Am I replacing things, not restricting? And so that's kind of how I, I work through, but some people might be dealing with like, Hey, I have some issues with, um, gut health and I need to figure out what I'm eating to, to make it right. Right. And so then you might need to track your food. If, if, you know, if that's not really triggering and a problem for you, then maybe you can use that section to track it so that you could even take it to your healthcare professional and say, yeah, you know, I had this really terrible episode, but look back here and they're like, oh my gosh, well you had, you know, a bowl full of ice cream. Maybe it's dairy, that, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So how has your wellness, cha- uh, wellness planning changed throughout the years or how, or do you think that it's been pretty much like kind of the same process for you? Um, it's kind of the same process, but if you look at even like it changes kind of week to week, um, sometimes I like it really colorful and I don't want to put a lot of pictures in it. And right now I don't, right now I'm doing like just very, like, I need it to be like, I'm planning it out. Um, I'm checking it. It's all kind of this monochromatic look. And I think I'm going to print like a four by six picture and punch it for each week, you know, because I just kind of change how I change my planner based on how I feel inspired. What do I need? And then how do I feel inspired? So I don't ever let my planner um, pressure me. And I think a lot of people feel that. A lot of people are like, oh my God, I feel so guilty because I haven't done this. Or, oh my gosh, there's so much pressure. I haven't done that. I move on if I haven't, if I missed a week, you know, it's still a commitment to me. Like if I'm like, if I miss a week, I flip the page. I go to the next week. I don't, like I said, I don't back plan because this planner is not going to make me feel guilty. This is supposed to make me, you know, it's supposed to bring me joy and happiness and productivity and all that. Like this thing can't be like this little inanimate object. I'm not going to give it that power. I love that. But sometimes <laughs> you know? I love my planner. Sometimes I'm the person who like has to fill my planner in or I feel guilty. Like it's <laughs> true. So I love that. I'm not going to let my planner guilt me. I love that. No, it's I not. I mean, same side of my brain. And I'm still, I mean, I'm tempted by it all the time. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like I'm tempted by like, I go, well, I could just go back and see. And I'm like, no, no <laughs> nobody cares. Like nobody cares if I don't have it, you know, except me. And I just want to go forward and do it. So I have, I will tell you, this is the, it, it wasn't a happy planner, but the one that I did with, uh, in 2014 with the outlook one, I was really um, obsessed with calories and what I ate. And I was using my, uh, my, my fitness pal or something. I was just everything that I ate. And I realized that I was becoming very obsessive about that. And I was, the joy was being taken out of every meal. I didn't enjoy any of it. Um, I felt very restricted and I saw a lot of success on the scale. Um, but I realized by reviewing that, that it was like, that's not sustainable, right? Yeah. So, so even though I go back and I look and I'm so glad I, I did that, it that really gave me some, some revelations about myself where it's like, okay, no, I need to like, I need to make some adjustments. And so each time I do that, I feel like I'm learning more. So it does. My planner, especially my wellness planner, it needs to evolve with me or I don't think yes. I'm doing my true job with it, you know? Do you, do you keep your wellness planners or do you throw them out at the oh. end of the year? Oh my God, throw them out. I'm looking at them right now. Oh I know, I keep all of mine, but you would be surprised how many people message me and they're like, why don't you throw your planners away? And I'm like, why, why would I throw them away? Like, <laughs> These are like children. I'm not joking when I say like, I'm looking at them like right now on my desk. Don't ask me why I have them on my desk. Um, but I have the, what, the, little, the two of them there because it feels like when I look back, I can look back at places where I was like, okay, why was I feeling so uh, restricted here? Why did I feel, an, or, you know, even more importantly for me is that I looked back and this year at the end of 2020, when I was like, I'd gained the COVID-19 or whatever. And, um, you know, and I felt very sluggish and out of, I just, I just felt bad in my body, in my head, in my heart, everywhere. I just like many people just did not feel good. And I was like, I need to go back to the place where I feel confident. Right. And I, I remember Kevin, my husband knows, when was the last time you felt really confident? And I was like, I know when it is. I pulled out my wellness planner and, you know, I will look and it's like, I look back and I go, it didn't have anything to do with what I weighed or what the business was doing, but I knew this was the kind of life I was leading. I was eating nutritious food. 
I was moving my body. I had really good relationships. Um, I felt that all the areas of wellness for me were not perfect, but I was really managing them all well. And I had this clarity. I had this, like I, my brain fog was gone and, you know, I felt confident and good in my skin. And I'm like, that's what I want to do again. And so I reviewed, what was I doing then? What was I yeah. doing? How has my life changed? And I kind of went back to it. And so it's like, to me, it's like a memory keeping yeah. of some sort, you know? And, well, and it's also yeah. a super powerful tool. Like that is yeah. powerful to be able to go back and be like, what was I doing in the times yeah. that were, that I felt like were good. And like, that's just real. That was just yeah. that, like your whole story. <laughs> like, gave me chill bumps, just being oh. able to look back like that. Well, and I think that that's why it's important for me to like put pictures. It's sometimes it feels really weird where like I'm putting this, this whole album that has all these pictures of me in it. But when I look, I spent so many years staying behind the camera and not feeling worthy enough to be in the front of it um, because I wasn't, you know, a size two and I never wore a bikini and all this kind of stuff, all the demons that I struggle with. And now I can look and I can see, you know what? Oh my, I'm, I feel really confident. I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to put it in there because sometimes I think, you know, when you can see a good picture of yourself where you're like, I look happy, you know, not, not perfect, not this, but I felt happy or proud or confident or whatever. And when I put those pictures in there, they say a thousand words, you know, I could, it's like, she looks happy. You know, she looks like something from within is shining without, and I want that back or I want to stay in touch with that. Um, And so like, I, that's why I encourage people to like get in front of the camera, to have somebody take a picture, take a selfie, do whatever you need to do. Because sometimes you've seen, I've taken pictures of myself and I'm like, she looks sad. Like, well, what can we do to help her? You know, what can we do to help this person? Because we have to love ourselves enough to say, how can I take care of you? I'm a big advocate of getting in front of the camera regardless. Um, I know a lot of women struggle with that, like taking photos of themselves. But my mom passed away when I was 18 and she was the kind of person who was never in front of the camera. So we don't have that many photos of her. So I like tell people all the time, I'm like, get in front of the camera with your kids, like take the photos. So I'm like a big, uh, big advocate of that. So you you don't want, like you, you don't want to have that. I know that like I have, I love my grandma to death, um, but she won't, she won't get, Oh, I don't want to get in a bathing suit. I don't want to do, I don't want, Oh, don't look at my legs. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I'm like, as a kid, as a, you know, I'm not looking at this perfection. I want to see, you know, my mom doesn't have a perfect body. I don't have a perfect body. My mom will, you know, go in the pool with us. And, you know, we're trying as, as I think generations go by of, as, of women to like allow yourself to be just who you are. And it doesn't matter what your physical form looks like, be in front of the camera, be seen in the world because you deserve to be seen and loved and valued by other people and also by yourself. And so, but it's, it has to be learned. And so little things like getting in front of the camera, you know, they speak huge volumes and and make, it make changes. Yeah, for sure. So this is kind of a broad question, but how has wellness planning changed your life? Oh my gosh. I think (laughs) if if anything, I think it's like, um, it's bringing the awareness to me. Um, and it's making me slow down and think because, sometimes I just get, I don't know. And I don't know if it's just me, but you know, you just get on this like treadmill of life and I really like to slow down and make the connections between, you know, um, whether it's, you know, your mental health and mental health is such an important thing, especially right now. But when, like, when you can identify, like how powerful is it to be able to identify, like, well, I'm really good with sad. Like I can, I can cry with the rest of them. You know, I put on a good, like sad song playlist and, you know, and I can process my sad emotions. But when I feel angry because I don't like people to be upset with me, I have a hard time expressing my anger and knowing that through that journaling through my, in my wellness planner, I've learned to like identify and be such a more thoughtful person, not like thoughtful to others only, but like I think about things more. So it's changed the way I even, it's just, it changed the way my brain works, if that makes any sense, yeah. you know? And um, I feel like I'm more in control of 
what happens to me now? I, there's a lot of things that are going to happen to me. Um, but I now can, I'm more in control of my emotions. I'm more in control of how I treat myself physically. I'm more in control. I'm in more, like, I feel like I have the tools, like I've built this toolbox to deal with things in life, you know, and to deal with this, you know, person that I'm the only one that's in charge of me. No one else yeah. should be like, I have to, got to figure this woman out. And sometimes I'm real confusing. Um, and I know we all are, you know, we all have our things and it's up to us to figure out kind of how we tick and how we optimally move through life. Yeah. Well, I think this episode has been really great. I, I'm like inspired to start a wellness planner, but I always like to wrap up every episode asking our guests to share tips for someone who might want to start a wellness planner. Like someone, I'm sure there's going to be people who listen to this episode and are like, I need a wellness planner now. So like, <laughs> what are your tips for someone who wants to start one? So my biggest like piece of advice I think is to start where you are and to choose one thing to dedicate some space. You know, I love a daily planner because it's, there's something about you because you want to create habits that daily, you know, reminder it works really well for me. Um, but start where you are. You don't have to have all the perfect things to start a wellness planner. It could be a notebook. It could be something that you just jot down. But, but start somewhere. Dedicate some space um, to the daily progress that you want to make and start where you are. Um, so if, if you're saying like, you know what, I just want to manage my stress. So every day pick something, pick one thing and say, you know, I'm going to wake up in the morning, give myself, you know, or whatever. Some people are like, I don't have any time in the morning, but find some time where you can say, you know, I'm going to maybe meditate or pray or say some time that I think is going to be good for my stress levels. And if it's every day or if it's whatever, make a commitment to change one thing or to incorporate one thing or to improve one thing and track it, track it for a week and see, okay. And track it however you feel like you want to you know, but just start, please, please, please don't feel like, I don't know how it's going to look. So I'm just not going to start it, start it, write it down. Yeah. And then at the end of the week, look and say, that really worked for me. You know, I, I liked getting up early or no, you know what? I didn't like getting up early. So, you know, review it. I kind of say the whole process is it's planning, it's doing, and then, um, it's tracking and reviewing. So you plan it out that you want to do, you know, here's what I want to do. Then you got to go out and do it. You track it and then you review it at the, at, you know, at the end of a week. And I would say, don't plan out more than a week or a month at a time because you don't know what's going to change. And you might have this right. whole planner set up for a whole year. And then you're like, Oh, I actually don't like doing that. You know, yeah. you're gonna be like, Oh shoot. So, you know, maybe a month, but really specifically planning for a week at a time and then yeah. reviewing it at the end of the week and say, great, this worked, this didn't, I want to incorporate this and plan for the next week. So those are great tips. Just like, just start it, just start yes. it and don't, it doesn't have to be perfect. That's a great tip. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Stephanie. I think that people are going to love this episode. Can you remind our listeners where they can find you on social media in case they aren't already following you? Yes, you can go to Instagram and uh, I'm Stephanie underscore Fleming with one M. If you're looking at happy planner stuff, you won't really find me there anymore. But if you are looking for uh, the happy planner and all their wellness and goodness and all that kind of stuff, it's on Instagram. They are the underscore happy underscore planner. Awesome. Thanks again for coming on the show. I really enjoyed having you and we will see you guys next week for another episode of planning a life I love. What are you waiting for? Grab that planner, those stickers, and those pens, and go start planning a life you love. I'll see you on the next episode. Happy planning!